DemoMirror.com Episode 21 A discussion with Brian Master George and Andy Simzuk From Wrong Body Brian Master George, Andy Simzik from Wrong Body. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. Just want to jump right in and start talking about this album you guys put out. Big. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thanks. Other Thank adjectives I can't quite think of right now. <laughs> but um, So what's, what, what's the story? Like when did you, when did you start kind of writing for it? When did you start recording for it? I think it's been like a longer <laughs> process than... Yeah, longer than needed to be probably. Yeah. But um, 
I, I kind of feel like we've always were working on this from like the conception of the band. I kind of feel like our early stuff was just kind of like us wanting to play shows so we could like have so we wanted like some material to show people what we sounded like, and um, like I, I definitely think that some of those ideas kind of like set the early like early groundwork for what ended up becoming this album. So I mean, there's I I, I even think like maybe you reused some parts from. At least one of those songs that were recorded ended up on Somebody's Coming, right? That yeah. part from, um... Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um... Yeah, I mean, some of, some of the parts were were very old parts, like, um... Like, a, a bunch of the parts from, from uh, Somebody's Coming were... Uh, excuse me. Uh, sorry. Some of the, the parts, like, mainly the, the verse parts I wonder in, if uh, we should switch your chair there, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. It's just really creepy. Is there another uh, Do you want this no, or the okay. stool? Yes. Yeah, can I turn oh, off okay. this light? Or is yeah, it you can. Hard for yeah, you? turn it off. Cool. So, we were talking about... What were we just talking about? Oh, Somebody's Coming, Stan Makita's. Yep. So, uh, Somebody's Coming, um, that, that song, um, and that whole... Just that whole, like you know down in the belly of the whale like that that whole all those parts and stuff like mm-hmm. that are, are pretty pretty old like um stuff that i was like working on like you know even 2006 2007 kind of um stuff i was messing around with there's I, there's i don't think there's anything else that's even comes close to being that old that's used on the on the record everything else is um so that's the oldest one that's, that's def- been kicking that's around. Definitely the oldest one. Cool. What's um, the newest um, one? I guess the two, the two like acousticy songs that um, we ended, we those were added like kind of in the studio, but of the stuff we worked on prior to going in, probably that's like Medal of Merit, probably, and that's uh, fair. Big, I guess. Yeah. Um. And, I mean, big. Yeah, I think so. I think I think that's probably. Um, well, I have the list of the songs right over here, so I'm like looking at them. But uh, <laughs> I mean, the acoustic ones, I feel like, are kind of hard to. I mean, I guess bricked, like like technically, would would be pretty pretty newish because it's like based on parts from uh, from uh, one of one of Brian's songs from from Metal of Merit. Um, oh, the acoustic from, bricked is based on um, Metal of Merit um, music. Sorry, bricked? excuse me. Uh, sorry, funny how. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Excuse That's me. That's awesome. Um, but I, I mean, know, I didn't realize that one. Yeah, I mean the the so um, I sort of, sort of misspoke there, but the, so bricked like the the guitar parts in it and stuff are like a sort of deconstruction of of funny how, like that oh, whole okay. uh, kind of just um, strumming the. Um, Sort of uh, pairs of the top strings down and stuff like that is mm-hmm. like um, sort of a Colin's like kind of a response to that that part, um, and it was definitely thought of as being like sort of a sister like song or part to go with that part uh, with that that's with Funny How. Um, and stuff and even that the the part where i actually start singing in it and everything like it's it mimics you know brian's guitar and stuff like 
That's cool. I uh, didn't. I didn't realize that one. I realized a lot of the other ones. Like so there. Most of the other ones are are pretty really obvious. obvious. Like there's uh, yeah. Like stuff in somebody's coming is also in what is also in King Crusher. King Crusher, yeah. and yep. then there's stuff. But in I mean, those King are just that's parts, in yep. the mix up. Yep. Yep. And, and they all just kind of. Those are all kind of like the same riff, essentially. Cool. Yeah. So I like that. It's a little. <laughs> Um, so, so King Crusher, like, again, it's the same kind of situation where it was like, you know, some other sort of, uh, riffs on those, uh, those parts that are in, uh, the mix up and stuff, you know, not to, I know we're bouncing around kind of, um, no, yeah, stuff, it's cool. but, but it's, it's, uh, that kind of thing, uh, like just reusing parts and like, you know, or if you're like when we were thinking of ideas, or things that were just sort of like itching at us when we were working on a part that we sort of couldn't get out of our heads, or at least I know for me, like that's how it was um, with this record. Part of the reason I think it, it uh, kind of took as long as it did was that I was kind of like obsessed with really trying to try all of that stuff out just so that we could try it. So if, if nothing else, just to see that it sucked, you know, like if it was like, like sounded stupid then i'm like all right i don't that's not gonna bother me anymore because when i hear how it sounds outside of my head it sounds like shit you know uh, that didn't happen that didn't yeah. not not to sound like this will probably come off you know uh, a little off but like uh you know it, that didn't happen a lot like i feel like we we ended up having a lot of extra stuff um certainly a lot more than we planned to record um because we were really trying out a lot of stuff but it also took a lot longer you know, mm-hmm. it was a lot more frustrating sometimes when stuff wasn't working and, you know, didn't necessarily know, like, like maybe we had like, I know for me, like I would have sort of a vibe in my head that I wanted to sort of try to achieve literally. And, and it, it, I didn't always know how to do that. Mm-hmm. So, so, so these guys kind of had to suffer through that sometimes and, okay. and you know, our, our engineer and stuff like that. So, the, so like, <clears throat> um, the songs, like these Okay, there's a few few questions I want to get to, but like the the songs that are like the big rock band songs, like how much of those are like the main songwriter? Like I'm assuming like Medal of Merit, Funny How, like those are like you're the main songwriter. I'm mm-hmm. just assuming that because you sing them. Yeah. I don't know if that's the case, but that that is the case. Okay, and um, I, it's something that we've tried to kind of get away from yeah on multiple occasions but well you you just said you sort of did it with it sort of happened with bricked then yeah right like mm-hmm. he, he's using your yeah that was like his yeah. yeah he was expanding upon those songs and uh yeah i mean this is kind of how i mean the band in terms of material is still pretty young i mean we've been a band for almost four years now just kind of like weird to think about but like in those four years like we've you know, we've written a lot of songs that we haven't done anything with or we're just, like, throwing stuff out. But the ones that actually make it to the tape, I mean, maybe. And I think it was just, you know, trying to come up with ideas. And if I brought it natural, because I would have some ideas for melodies and stuff to just go with it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know. Do you guys, like, flesh out the big band songs um, as a band? Or, like, how much of that is dictated from one of you guys? Like, for example this drum part needs to be this way or this bass part needs to be that way not not really so much in like a direct like it's not really like a, a leader of like you know i know i'm really not um 
married to the way things sound in my head but thankfully with steve he, i mean he usually he's like a mind reader like i think like anything that me and you bring in he pretty much just gets it right away he does generally get the the feel of things really well um or if if um we want it to go in a different direction like you know i mean he's you know uh pretty receptive to that i mean uh steve's a drummer just yeah. Steve, yeah. Steve, steve, steve <laughs> anybody who doesn't yeah, but, know but yeah no he uh there are definitely i like i definitely a lot of times like am guilty of like i i will have a particular sound in my head that i'm trying to achieve um that i like that i want like the sorry uh, the, the, the band to be able to uh sort of uh get across like an uh, or whatever so uh i think we've had pretty uh, good luck but so yeah far. no he, he generally speaking like uh even though i'm horrendous at articulating it like he he <laughs> generally speaking uh, uh i don't know if it's just the, the 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 you know the act of having to sit through like just endure like whatever description i'm trying to give or whatever that just <laughs> coaxes it out of him you know yeah. or if it's well you the, know like <laughs> some of it must come though from like you guys all must have some sort of musical like bands that you all are like oh yeah oh like we bother each other about that stuff, stuff all the time like you know like we'll like you know send each other stuff or whatever like we've had we have a thread on facebook that i don't even know how old it is now it's been going on for a it long momentarily time. died when steve tried to be a cool time. guy and get off of facebook oh yeah but, <laughs> oh that's right <laughs> but there's so there's that. like a six month gap in there where right. there's nothing but um yeah like i think we've had pretty good luck because you know I don't think any of us have like a huge ego in terms of like, I want this to sound this way. And that's the only way we're all pretty open-minded and respect everybody's ability to like bring in. Mm-hmm. I like, we're always willing to listen to each other. You know, we're not like, you know, I, I feel like I'm like this a lot of, I'm like this with a lot of things in my life of, I'm always open to seeing how it, it could be done better or different, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm not very close minded and, letting other people like bring in ideas and change parts like there's definitely been a couple of songs that like i brought in initially i think funny how is probably a good example too um it sounded completely different in the first like version that i brought in it was like structured differently there was like some parts that went longer and you know this having everybody flush it out together just kind of became something else that sounded way better so cool the magic of a band yeah <laughs> i think that um, I've, I've been in a lot of situations where that isn't the case i've been in a lot yeah. of situations where there's been one mm-hmm. asshole who just like this is how i want it to be and like if you don't like it then mm-hmm. whatever and you know i think one of the things we wanted to do when we started this band is to not ever have that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i think this is we just wanted to make the songs that we always wanted to make something that we'd like to listen to ourselves yeah i think that's a so, good that's a good way to put it what so um there's a few songs that are we could like zero in on but um are there any like we were just talking about um like metal merit funny how we were talking about somebody's coming a little bit like are there any like bands maybe like maybe a better way to put this is like f- on in the scope of the album itself are there any bands that like bands that other people might know that you were like we love that we want to like do take that and do our thing with it you know well i mean particularly with the the album itself the way that it flows and how it kind of like bounces around um 
you know, I mean, I think like the Foo Fighters or or Smashing Pumpkins or like any of those like kind of like really more like well known like bands that like well known sort of examples of bands trying to be like deliberately being more adventurous. It's like they're actively not painting themselves into a corner. They're like, you know, like, you know, have this song. And then like, it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, and they're just that first like there's a surf record. It's probably a good. One. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, like, like all sorts of stuff. Like, I mean, I just, feel it, it, you know, it comes from all sorts of places. And I think it really like the fact that it, one of the reasons that it kind of bounces around so much is we like so much different stuff. And I think that, um, you know, we tried to make it be able to flow well, um, still, even though the songs kind of bounce around. Um, and I think that it's, I think that it personally, I think it, it succeeds specifically because, um, we really were trying to see them through each track at a time, like to their fullest. So, I mean, if like, if it was, you know, a louder song that needed some noise in it, then we try, we really tried to make it big and, and, uh, and, uh, exciting sounding and stuff um so and that I think it was something that really helps uh, just a touch on that point you know we do have a lot of shared interests like we have like all these bands that kind of come together in the middle and then from outside of that i feel like we all go in like four different directions mm-hmm. and i kind of almost feel like in terms of like not like referencing but like pulling ideas from other sounds like we i think we all have our separate like encyclopedia of like how to for like every situation and we can each kind of pull a different idea from some other subgenre. was there any specific um inspiration for the themes being interspersed throughout the album i would recommend everybody go listen to the album come back and you'll know what we're talking about but like the the themes basically like they pop up in a song It'll be like the verse part from this song is now this other part in this other song. Like, is there, is there a reason? Is there two things? Is there a person or like people or bands or a, a style that inspired you to do that? And the other thing is, is there like a, a greater meaning to doing that? Like throughout the album? There's no, there's no greater meaning other than just, that when I first sort of was talking about do- doing it, um, you know, it was mostly just because that kind of stuff, like I always kind of got a, like, really got a kick out of it. Like when other bands would, would, you know, sort of revisit parts, even in the same song, like in a, in a strange way, like if they're, they're taking a guitar, a guitar part and completely changing the melody and the rhythm underneath it, but literally playing the same thing, you know, or, or even if they're not like, I, I really, um, I have always really, really liked that. And, you know, obviously, you know, uh, we had a band that basically, God damn it, basically did that, did that, you know, uh, before, um, you know, in lights and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, and like the, the, uh, you know, there were other bands that would do it, you know, like, like, uh, the lot six that, you know, um, did it to great effect and they would do it in ways that you really had to know all of their material to be able to, to, pick it out sometimes because it would be really really subtle sometimes sometimes it would be totally obvious and it would just be like a complete rehashing of another song in a different style or something like that mm-hmm. um but i've always loved that kind of thing and i um i like when i hear you know an interesting cover of a song 
you know, in a different style or that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, I'm always, when I'm listening to music, I, a lot of times will, ideas will pop in my head from it. And, um, it just kind of eats at me, you know, like, uh, even when it's a song that I like, that's not mine, you know, I'm like, sometimes if I think of something that I, excuse me, that sounds particularly good. Um, I just really want to be able to listen to that and hear that idea, like, without having to hum it myself, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like I was saying before, you know, this time around, um, where past recordings we had done and and past recordings that I had done in other bands and stuff like that, there was always instances of that where I was, like, humming something after it was already done and, like, man, I wish we did that. You know, I, I really, this time, I really wanted to try that every time I thought of something that I really liked, you know? Um, so that, that particular sort of just idea of just like, you know, if, you know, we think of something, you know, we should just try it out. And, you know, um, and even to touch on what Brian, Brian was saying before about like, you know, us, you know, just playing songs that we want to play and that we would want to listen to and stuff like that. Like, um, you know, I, I just, I, I really, you know, I wanted to hear all that stuff not in my head. You know, like I really wanted to to see every i try every idea out, and um, I just thought it would it would be cool. I thought it would make the album kind of uh, have sort of a symmetrical like feeling to it. You know, when you're listening to it, I thought it would feel like a real a real album. You know, and not just like a long, you know crappy ep or something like that or even a good ep like whatever like i didn't i definitely didn't want it to be like an ep because i'm so tired of releasing eps you know like i i really this is the first album i've put out i yeah. my own band i want so. i wanted it to definitively be like i wanted it to be an album like absolutely like um, so how how far back does this i mean the writing aspect then you were saying has been going on since kind of like the beginning of yeah. this material but like how about the recording we maybe like two years or so we, i think we started like december 2012 was like the first um session that we did so i guess it was less than i guess it was less it was like a year and a half probably it really felt a it lot felt, longer than that yeah it felt a lot longer because we were doing it any of the recordings that we we've done have always been done kind of piecemeal you know like just mm-hmm. but yeah. most of the time they've been a lot quicker than like a lot quicker than because it's been yeah. a lot less material and we really didn't like um mess around as much with just trying to get specific like like maybe less specific sounds but like like we would have like a an idea of how we wanted to do something or at least a vague idea and even if you know we sort of didn't totally achieve that as long as it sounded like pretty cool like we would go with it before with this one it was like i felt like at least me like i know i i really wanted specific sounds so i really kind of like in some cases argued for that sort of thing you Mm -hmm. know um and so we would spend a lot we spent a lot more time yeah did you end up doing most of that stuff those sorts of things was that did that fall into the studio world or did that did you do any of that stuff like did you like we're in the practice space right now where you guys practice did you do just like basic uh we need to get the skeleton done in this practice room and then we'll go record the skeleton and then fuck with it in the studio that's typically how we've worked so far um i personally i like being in the studio 
and having that like kind of control of this like having to be able to or being able to just loop things and just like play shit over it until it sounds good and you know we got pretty lucky with the studio we went to because it's like taylor has like so much cool shit that like any like sound we wanted to make or any like pedal we needed it was just all there so like you know by the end of it when we were just kind of like putting on those little like finishing touches and like hearing all these parts to see how they sounded you know we just set up a giant pedal board and like put it in front of an amp and just like went went to town on it and you know it's it's really we should be really thankful that you know steve and john are so efficient in tracking their parts that it gave us like so much time because most of those session sessions are just me and andy screwing around with stuff yeah. like, i think steve was done on like the first day yeah and like john was done on the second day and then there was like at least like yes. eight more sessions of and them the other sitting on a couch like. the other the other year and a half was just brian <laughs> yeah did did were they like did you do stuff separately like did you or was like it like a requirement in. that like all the band members be there or we definitely did sessions with yeah. with like separate sessions at, at, at times because it was just like there was so much stuff that needed to be yeah. done on it mm-hmm. um how we've worked so far is that we usually go in on the first day and just track in a live room we'll all play together and um we'll keep steve's drum tracks um we'll either reamp um, John's bass or he'll retract them if he needs to and then I think on some of the songs we kept those original guitar tracks and some of them we scrapped them there's a lot of guitar tracks on the there, on the album yeah. we there was a lot of layering and and certain I I think there definitely there definitely are some scratch tracks on there because some of them sounded pretty cool you know and just added sort of a girth to it that we wanted um, and stuff some of the guitar tracks had to be scrapped because of uh outside interference um and stuff so some of some of them had to actually go unfortunately some of those actually some of the ones with outside interference are still on the album but um you know it's uh ed's character yeah Yeah. (laughs) there you go (laughs) did um did so you guys also i mean you're not just like recording a recording band or anything you do play live do you we do that's been discussed before a little bit yeah yeah that uh, just being one or the other a little bit yeah. um but i mean uh, i mean i think i think we've uh we do we play out a bit yeah um and i think we've we've sort of started to like that a little bit a little bit more do you guys like the live band thing you do like playing live you don't necessarily like i think of like a band this is a maybe a bad example of like like fish i don't particularly like fish no, but i just think of them as like a live a, band and they like exist best in a live setting no this this is a great example because mm-hmm. i was just about to say um when you think about it you listen to a band you like a record that record that you have that's how it's going to exist to you most of the time You're, obviously there's a cool factor of going and seeing a band, like seeing how these guys work together but, you know, I kind of feel that, like, you know, listening to something awesome on a pair of headphones is just, that's how I get the most out of music. Well, um, yeah, do, do you guys, like, in my band, it's just, like, the recording is, like, almost completely separate from being a live band. Like, it's, like, for us, it's different because, like, even some of our stuff we're not even using, like what people would say real instruments you know what i mean so like <laughs> well you guys do layering in a whole other sense than, than right do, but like know? it's so it's like a totally different beast you guys like 
Do you guys feel the same way? Like I do. do you, I do yeah. feel that way. We didn't. I didn't always feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when we first started the band, um, when we first started the band, I honestly like we were pretty like okay with not doing a ton of shows and stuff like that, and we kind of like. We didn't always really like it you know i mean it wasn't always like a really fun thing i mean it's a lot of work and it's not uh you don't it's not always really it doesn't always end up being a lot of work for something like sometimes you go and you don't play to anyone and it's just kind of like well we could have just practiced or you know went and got some beers you know like you know um that kind of thing you know anything watch tv like you know and it's, it's not that's not to say that that like um at all that, that we don't like playing you know um and stuff uh but it was just kind of like at the time like i don't know it didn't really seem to be where it seemed to be a lot more times it was like we were sort of inviting hassle or problems yeah to our doorstep when we could have just kind of stayed home and 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 because uh, it wasn't like you know oh we're gonna we're this band that nobody knows and nobody really should know because we have two songs or whatever mm-hmm. you know um and uh you know, we would go and play and it just wouldn't, it just wasn't like, it wasn't the, the greatest thing, you know. Um, and of course, once we had some more songs and stuff and everything and we got to, you know, play a few places that we wanted to play and stuff, like, you know, sometimes, sometimes it'd be fun and stuff. And I think those kind of situations now that, like, um, you know, we know a few people and um, we've had some good opportunities and stuff like that, it's, you know, most of the time, like, it balances out like it's it's nice because we, we're not so we're not itching to play every show so it's like if something like seems like it's going to be shitty you know um then we won't do it you know and if it's something seems like it's going to be cool then we will you know the, do you guys feel the same it, this is sort of what i hear like lots of bands talking about and then i experience it myself but i feel like um i, I do feel like there's with the live shows you readily reach people um rather than like a recording it's kind of like the internet is like this like vast like space of like impressions yeah it's just like kind of what is that but like when you see a band it's different like do you guys but then at the same time like there's there's also this thing going on where i feel like people don't come out to see the live music anyways as much anymore maybe that's just because like our age well like we're getting older that what andy was saying yeah. you know there was there are some situations in the past where we played some shows and it's like well why did we even do this like this was we could have been practicing or we could have you know hung out or got some beers literally anybody else in the world can say that exact same thing yes. about the show that we just played and they probably did that instead of going to the show right and you know the world all of a sudden is getting a lot smaller you know there's there's so much shit to do all the time that doesn't even involve leaving your house like you can most nights like sitting in and like watching something on netflix is like the best plan rather than like you know especially because like i live in beverly so like getting up get going out finding a parking spot going somewhere in boston and it's just like sometimes it's just like why you know there's like so much better things to do just sitting at home or i don't know but i think that that's because of that exact point you know probably ties into what you're saying about you know like it's seeing a band live like it really does have a uh it is generally memorable. Like, um, even if you're seeing a 
quote unquote like a forgettable band like you know you're you're going to remember that they're that they're not good right. or that you didn't like them you know more than you would if you if you just heard them like on spotify or or, or something like that or you know um you know or like in an ad or something like you know it's it's it is more it does i think it does imprint itself on you like sort of more like you know, um, and especially, you know, particularly if you, if you do see a good band, I think the fact that you have to like drag yourself out into that situation, you know, and it's loud, it's uncomfortable and everything's sticky everywhere because everything's, you know, dried, uh, beer and, and whatever else might be sticky. Uh, um, well, speaking of sticky situations, <laughs> um, you know, I think, now we go full circle here, coming back to like you know how things exist on the internet versus you get direct exposure at a show. Now we're kind of in this weird loop of how do people find out about these shows, and the whole tech world completely fucked everything up by just partnering with Facebook and just going with their shit and like oh we'll just use their you know you can log in through Facebook again to all these websites instead of actually making new ideas. You basically gave them the fucking key to everything. And now they pulled the ultimate bait and switch on everybody of you have to pay to post right. on Facebook now. Right. So if everybody is only getting information through the screens they carry around with them all the time, you know, me included, I'm, I'm fucking hopelessly addicted to this shit too. But um, not, it's not even reaching anybody anymore. Like we have 350 people who like follow our Facebook page and we post something on it like 35 people see it. Right. It's like it's like they, they've written that like that 10% of your people... Yeah. I don't know how that works, but like ten yeah. percent of your it's audience algorithm is yeah. just random. Um, and, that sucks. And then even if you do like go into that like you know rabbit hole of paying for it, like you don't even know you're, you're just paying for impressions, which is like the dumbest marketing mm-hmm. ever. Like right. you, you don't even know who's looking at it, and there's so many fake profiles on Facebook that it's just being wasted on. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a weird. It, it, we're getting into a really weird zone here you don't like, think catfish go to go to go to the shows <laughs> I, I, I can try to invite me you can yeah. write into them yeah. <laughs> did you read the article that was i like? meant like the people that they're that are on their show besides them but i mean he might he might go to a show well i was reading about how catfish works the other day like one of the mtv producers yeah um i guess like those guys literally don't know anything that's going on on that show and like half the time it's not the person who's getting like catfish who writes into them it's the other person who writes in and then they mm-hmm. like can, like the MTV producers like yeah. make up this like story to present to those two and then they go and investigate it you should just like catfish people into liking your no band. exactly <laughs> that's what I'm getting at yeah. like we can find these like hopelessly sometimes when you listen to a band and then you go to your show you their show and you're like you're, wow this, you feel like you got catfished right like <laughs> There's a lot of people willing to be catfished. Sure, a lot of people have felt that about us before. <laughs> I don't know, because mostly those people we already know who come to our shows anyways. <laughs> you don't know. I thought I knew you. Yeah. I'm not going to name any specific names here with um, shows, but um, I've had people, like I've gotten emails from like promoters being like, hey, can you invite more people to the Facebook event? I'm not really seeing a lot of people RSVP on here. It's like, isn't this your job? Mm-hmm. Like, you you booked the show. Like, Well, that that's like what's kind of just interesting shitty was like you know what you're getting into when you're booking like like a fairly unknown band like what do you think like you're gonna like book us and like well yeah like come on like the 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 it's it's just weird because it's just like like you're saying like a completely new world now where the bands like that responsibility is not falling on the venue or the promoter anymore it's falling on the band which is not necessarily good 
or fair to anybody because like the band is really supposed to be there to be the entertainment and like to to like just kind of like whatever and there it's not necessarily their job to well i can tell you who ruined this for everybody it's yeah. fucking drive through records and victory mm-hmm. records and vagrant records and all that stupid emo explosion from the early 2000s where the general message that people want to be in a band is if you want this you have to work for it you have mm-hmm. to sacrifice everything in your life to be on one of these shitty record labels and be forgotten about in five or six years mm-hmm. and that just put everything in mo- it took all the pressure off of all these guys who run these small clubs people who will pay for play for free people who don't give a shit there's two people there you know they'll come out and drive like i've had i've known people who have like dropped everything and driven across the country to play like, showcases for these places and it's like no sorry mm-hmm. you know it's like i just don't feel like that's like a responsible thing to do for yourself like it's like right which is a big part of the reason that we don't play that many shows right Right. we've never done a tour for basically that exact reason because it's not practical or responsible or even reasonable for us to 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 be expected or to expect to uh you know actually get a lot out of that at this point i mean we we you know we've been a band for four four ish years or whatever and we only just now have this like 10 song album that's like less than half an hour you know and um you know it's we really like it and stuff like that but i I don't think that we would tour on it you know barring some you know really awesome band that we like that would be worth dropping a bunch of you know like i think everything that we've based this band on is it doesn't make sense if some opportunity came that made sense then obviously we would probably do it but like right you know for me you know i have a full-time job like you know i have a girlfriend i have a cat like i'm not gonna like drop all that shit and like go play somewhere in like the middle of the country on a wednesday night for an extended period of time like it's fine to do it for a week or two stretch at a time and everything like that if you can get like vacation time you want to go and have some fun but is being like a full-time touring band at that level it just seems like a miserable experience like a miserable existence just like and that's actually like uh, like kind of like to bring it back around a little bit is like we kind of uh you know brian and i had a couple talks about this kind of thing and 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 even so like that the, the whole idea of you know this the name for this album and everything kind of like drew from this like sort of realization that all these bands that we like hold like really dear like that we just love like completely love like like that that are just like the pinnacle of like what we're trying to like sound like and what we're trying to sort of like recreate you know for ourselves you know um all of them like basically all of them are are failures compared to like you know like most most bands you know i mean they've they've succeeded in getting their stuff out there and they succeeded in in that stuff being amazing you know in our eyes and our ears and everything but like they're like they're not living off of their creations you know they're not like you know living off of you know you know admiration from people and everything like that like they're you know struggling people like just like you know us basically the only thing is that they have this stuff right you know and so it's like that idea of like sort of when we were younger and playing in bands and stuff like that of just like 
it's like oh man like you know like you know they're playing with this band like they're like they're really big you know like you know and that with that phrase was like over and over was used to describe you know act really like really completely different levels of bands like bands that just played shows in boston so you see that band's name on a fight oh they're big you know you see you hear this band on the radio oh they're big you know like you you, you see a like a billboard of a band they're big all these bands are big but all of them are at completely different levels you know and it's just like right. sort of realization like what is that like what is that thing that we're trying to actually get to because all of those different levels are like one of them you know definitely one of them is attainable and you know it turns out it's not really that big it's not really anything special necessarily you know and you know the other two are are pretty hard to get to and still sort of result in really not a lot of return like well, necessarily I think I can you know relate this to a louis ck joke of um you know you can have the body you want it is you just have to want a shitty body you know so and i I think it's just like you're gonna get into it what you like what you want to or you're gonna get out of it what you put into it and what you want to get out of it you know like for me all i've really ever wanted to do with a band is you know make songs that i'm proud of and you know i like playing out i like playing live and if i could like you know open for some like big bands that come through town like that's like my that's my success that's what i want Mm -hmm. from from being a musician you know but you know, it's, it's kind of hard not to fall into that like rat trap of like wanting everybody to like you right. all the time. You know, it's. Oh, like- I think, but that's the thing. I, I think that that the realization that I certainly had was that it wasn't like it felt like for a long time. It was like I wanted everybody to to like our stuff and everything or whatever I was doing. You know, and obviously that's always there a little bit, but like it was more like all the stuff that I like. You know. Most of the, most of my favorite records I bought like they're like remainders like they're they're promotional copies like stuff like that that like I bought for like a dollar like and stuff like this is stuff that somebody gave a shit about and then a lot of people didn't like like a ton of people didn't give a shit about it you know and, and that's all my favorite stuff so if you're like literally if you're modeling yourself from the foundation like off of like a structure like 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 that something that's built that's already failed you have proof that it's already failed you know um it definitely doesn't make sense to expect that it's going to succeed it could but but um you know and and i think that that's uh it's just the destination that you've set for yourself or whatever it's not the place that you thought it was you know and and so it's just you know is that a place you want to be and how bad do you still want to get there if you know that it's really not somewhere well you you do there is there is a band that i'm thinking of because you have a show coming up with them which is crazy um that garrison's getting back together mm-hmm. and you're playing their boston show with them All which right. is like uh an awesome pairing like when brian told me you guys were trying to get on that i was like that's fucking awesome because um to bring it back to your album and like some of their stuff like I feel like the the Garrison Be a Criminal album is like very akin to like what you guys are doing in that that album is kind of I don't I've been like so long since I've listened to it I don't think they necessarily like reuse the musical themes as much but they have this thematic quality to that album where it's like you know the, some of the songs are like 
what like hide the body or whatever like that sort of, you know <laughs> the, what i mean the like titles kind of like follow each they other follow yeah. the be a criminal yeah. is that kind of fake concept that's that's there and mm-hmm. and uh i think a lot of those songs there are a few songs that it's easy to confuse which song you're listening to um, in a good way a similar sort of uh pulse makes that album really good you know it's not very long mm-hmm. um it's got like a lot of energy and what is what is the date for that show june 29th june 29th brighton, brighton musical, musical. Which we, where we've never played so it's like because i, there a couple I times really like shows there the yeah. shows i've seen there it's cool. sounds always really good me and steve used to play in a band that would do those like paper nights at harper's ferry I never went to Harper's Ferry so, when it was a thing. Like it's been a while I, I lived over there when it was still Harper's Ferry. Steve's gotten his car towed out of that parking lot a, a bunch <laughs> of times. Because every single time we played there, there's like these designated parking spots for bands back there. And the yeah. guy's always like, it's on that side of the pole. <laughs> so he parks on like, you know, the side of the pole he pointed to and his car gets fucking towed. That's like a theme for and then, him. Because you guys, well, yeah, he just got towed at your did. album yeah, release We had like to bribe the guy to like give him his car back. <laughs> yep. But just to continue that other story, the next time we went there, he told him to park on the other side of the pole and his car uh, got towed again. So it's like, great. <laughs> Some of the album stuff, I wanted to get back into the album. Um, Somebody's Coming is one of my favorite tracks. I'm assuming, like, <laughs> I'm assuming from, like, from these comments and from what I was saying before, I'm assuming, like, Andy's, like, the main songwriter for that one. Yeah, I think he's the main songwriter for the band at this point. I think I, <laughs> I you know, I have my couple ideas that I brought in for this album but it just kind of works better that way i think i don't know like i don't consider myself much of a lyricist it takes me a long time i think andy's just a little more naturally inclined to do stuff like that you know brian like brian doesn't usually write a lot of lyrics for his songs but his lyrics are usually really like if we were ever going to be one of those bands that had like stickers or t-shirts or whatever that had like lyrics like on them or whatever it wouldn't be any of my stuff it would totally be all brian stuff <laughs> like because there's no like i'm not even like just saying that because you know because he's here you like 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 seriously like like I, I i've actually thought about that before because specifically he comes up with these phrases that are really like they're very succinct and, and you know just really really not it's not a lot of words but you know, like, there's, you know, this sort of whole, like, you know, share everything, have nothing, like, um, you know, I don't know a lot about, like, what those songs are about, you know, or whatever, but, like, you know, I can, in my own way, think of a few ways that maybe I could relate to those statements, and then I definitely could see other people re- relating to those Do statements. you guys kind of do the lyric thing on your own? And yeah. you, d- you don't like we have don't a discussion about, about lyrics, no. lyrics ever as a no, band. Okay. I've never done that. Um, I don't know why. I mean, I've never really brought it up because I don't really often feel too confident. And mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, like yeah. I don't know. Like, um, I know a lot of the stuff I write about is kind of what we were talking about earlier with the whole like internet age taking over everything. And I think that um, that like share everything lyric is a response to like when Verizon was running that like share everything promotion. Mm. <laughs> and nice. It's just, like. Is this see, like the it, way it, that's that, why you're picking up on the yeah, bumper sticker see? mentality but it's just like, it is it's, it's, it's I've already slogan. seen it places <laughs> right uh, well that's God. why it's just like you know they're broadcasting this that's why that everybody. Nike lyric always stuck with me but <laughs> so I don't think they like I, I've got, I really feel like these companies like they don't want you to possess anything in your life they want mm-hmm. you to just keep you know floating all your ideas out there and ultimately they're the ones who are going to own it man like the corporations right. but uh <laughs> 
you know it's just like stupid like i it's it's come to the point where it's like if you are just experiencing a moment and not talking about it with everybody else that's weird that's a weird thing to mm-hmm. do now you know and it's it's just like sucks so like you know you always feel this compulsion to like document everything you're doing and like there's something kind of like cool about not doing that just like experiencing something and then you just have to remember it mm-hmm. you know and then like right you might remember it a lot differently than it actually happened, but that's kind of how I remember growing up, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's funny. I, sh- I should have known that it was kind of coming from that angle, but I didn't, I didn't really, I wasn't really sure that it was sort of coming. Cause I've never asked him about that before, but I, I, there was a, there was a part of me that thought maybe that in a really sort of blunt way, like you were actually being positive with that, like with, with the share everything, have nothing thing. Like, Kind well, of maybe like, if you just you know, if you fully commit into it, then maybe you just find this like blissful ignorance. Of this but I don't even mean like literally like 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 sharing things on Facebook. Like, yeah. I just mean like literally like sharing things and, oh, no, fuck and that. not having it having yeah yeah no See, that's <laughs> yes yeah, I I, I, figured, I have enough of my own shit to worry about. I, fi- I, fi- I figured it definitely seemed seemed too positive, but but on those I was like wow like you somebody know, could how get, long have you known me? Some, somebody could give me. <laughs> It just occurred to me, like I never talked to you about it, so it was just like I don't know what the fuck that song is about. It was like, but it could, it could be that. It doesn't sound like that, but it could be. I, well, I got a Louis C.K. reference for everything. Like yeah. I live by a lot of ideal. Or I believe a lot of things, but I live by none yeah. of them. No, I mean I should have <laughs> known that you were going with the Louis C.K. Yeah. bit extended into a song. Yeah. Well, um, related to that, you guys also do um, like all like your song titles are <laughs> like movie references, references. well right? yeah. to, like there's a couple things about that now the 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 song now this there's a whiteboard over here you can't see it obviously because you know this is audio but the right. uh the whiteboard that i have over here is very often right now it doesn't but like very often it has like you know the sort of for lack of a better way like the code names for the songs like when we're like first working on a song like steve will just like think of some nonsense it's and that's steve yeah mm-hmm. it's almost exclusively steve who will come up with them and it's really really like things that 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 we should feel embarrassed about saying in front of like other people but we regularly <laughs> like nod to each other and just like all right bro yeah all right yeah well you know, and then, then then you know we start playing it and there's the kind of things that you it, it's really hard once you think of the actual name which is just a punishing for, for instance, experience right now on the board there's a new song working on the code name is currently steven cigar nice yeah. so <laughs> so that's that's the, a little glimpse into that's how, about what you would there expect was, there was another one well actually my favorite well full we, disclosure like we share yeah. th- this practice space together but um some two of my favorite ones that i've seen from you guys there's one called date night which i think is funny and that that turned into an album song right like what what was the date night was the working title for what that might have been one we threw away i think that was one me and steve okay only people who showed up yeah that's a later yeah song i think and then there's another there was for a while on your board you had like the breakdown of (laughs) of one song which was instead of like (laughs) instead of saying like intro two times verse two times course two times it said like soup two times apps four times <laughs> and then like whatever main course <laughs> so you had that i like that a lot uh, um, i forgot about that um i don't know it takes us so long to do stuff i don't know <laughs> what song that was which sort of just goes to show you it's just really no it doesn't like all all of the songs in the album had 
had different names except for big big was always big yeah. mm-hmm. um, but ev- literally everything else was, non- was called something else before you know and i don't even want to try and remember what they are because i'm just getting used to calling the songs like what they're called now what are some of the album titles i can i know sell me this pen it's from wolf of wall street that was a really like like last minute kind of thing which actually a a bunch of them actually were like there had been a bunch of different when we were doing the mixes i had put on not for the entire band but for me when i was putting them like on my ipod or on my phone or whatever like i would give them different names just to try and get used to the other things uh, because it was that bad um because we've been playing them for that long um and they had been like i had at one point every single song was like a quote or a reference from breaking bad at one point um with the exception of Big, which was a little bit weird. Okay, so I'm uh, Breaking Bad real quick while uh, on that. Sure. Um, I saw someone post on Facebook about how, like, just started watching Breaking Bad in season two. Seriously, who likes Skylar? Skylar fucking sucks. I hate her. She's such a bitch. And it's like, I, I love how, like, people, like, when they start watching that show, they get to, like, season two and they want to make all these profound statements about how awesome it is. Mm. And it's like, shut the fuck up. You're not even halfway <laughs> through it. Like, I know. So much changes. It's like, yeah. Insane. Okay. Anyways, back to actual That's things. That's fine. It was a nice little, nice yeah. little B&B detour. Uh,. Gotta love that B&B. Uh, well, so um, what about what's somebody's coming from? Oh, I love to explain this. Uh, so uh, <laughs> so I'm going to. <laughs> um, somebody's coming is a, and actually I, somebody that I know figured it out on the own, their own the other day. And I was so excited about it. Like was way it? more excited than uh, this guy that I work with. No. Um, way more excited about it than I, I, I probably should be, but... Um, you know, we, we're all super, super into movies and just like, you know, Brian and Steve all the time are, you know, doing impressions of people and stuff like that. Like it's, it's pretty fun to be around. Um, so, uh, we sort of think of a lot of things or compare a lot of things in our lives to like situations, you know, like our quotes and everything. And so that's kind of a big reason why as a band so far, that's been like our stuff is, has been kind of steeped in that that culture and that things like the songs, you know, we have, you know, we have a song called Serpico. Um, we have a song called Stan Makita's, you know, like, you know, from Wayne's world and stuff like that. So it's like, uh, you know, our first, uh, EP, like the, the cover is ripped off of a, a wild bunch poster, you know, but there's four instead of, you know, five, you know, cause there's four of us and stuff like that. Um, um, but uh, some somebody's coming is from Ghostbusters. Um, it's um, I'm pretty positive it's an improvised uh, like singing like part that I'm that Bill Murray does like when all of the Ghostbusters are in jail like mm-hmm. after they get, get arrested and they're looking excuse me they're like rolling out this like blueprint mm-hmm. for some reason that they are able to have in jail yeah because <laughs> I guess blueprints are one of those things that you're you're okay it's too big we can't keep it back here you guys can just bring that in with you anyways uh, so so they're they're in the in jail. And uh, Ernie, Ernie Hudson's smoking, and they're looking at the blueprints and stuff. And um, and um, Bill Murray at one point uh, starts singing. I think he's singing "Santa Claus is Coming to Town." I'm not positive about that. It could be it could be wrong, but he's like doing like a lounge version of it, basically. And he just starts like mid song, and he's just like he's like, "Whoa, somebody's coming." somebody's like like like, mm-hmm. like he's like frank sinatra or something mm-hmm. and yeah i'm not positive that that's a song but i'm almost i'm almost i'm almost positive that that's mm-hmm. a song and he wasn't alone he had close to a no. thousand followers when he died they conducted rituals up on the roof 
bizarre rituals intended to bring about the end of the world, and now it looks like it may actually happen. So be good, for goodness sake. Whoa, somebody's we coming. We have to get out of here. We've got somebody's to find a judge or something. Coming. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, 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 hey. Hold it. Now, we're actually going to go before a federal judge and say that some moldy Babylonian god is going to drop in on Central Park West and start tearing up the city. Sumerian, not Babylonian. Yeah, big difference. <sighs> no offense, but I got to get my own lawyer. And I always, like... For the like, since I saw that movie when I was a kid, I always thought that was funny and it always stuck with me. And I've always quoted it like out loud to people, and no one ever knows it. Um, and that's part of the reason that I kind of wanted to use it just because it was such a random, like, sort of pull from a movie that most people know and most people remember all sorts of things about it, but it's not an essential part of the movie, you know, it's not relevant to the plot. Like I said, I'm almost positive it was improvised. Um, I just always thought it was funny. Um, and uh, other than other than like really just uh, sort of uh, the imagery in the song, like not to get too pretentious about it, but like just like some, some of the lines and stuff like that, you know, and that, that sort of having a passing sort of like relation between some of the stuff that happens in Ghostbusters and stuff like that, you know. Uh, uh, there's not really any connection. I just, you know, like... It's I, just uh, like a random... I, it's something that I it was uh, yeah it's like something I've always liked and I was just excuse me I like I really um, fits I like that somebody's coming you know um, so how about the lyrics to somebody's coming you have the belly of the whale line mm-hmm. which to me is uh, a cool line like I always remember it like whenever you, like I I'd seen you guys play that song before it came out on the album and then when I heard on the album like oh yeah it's like one of those moments where it's like oh I remember when they played that song and not that the music's not awesome but I remembered it because of the lyric you know mm-hmm. um, do you did you like I don't think there's like necessarily like a ton of lyrics in that song but are they, there there are actually kind of a lot of lyrics in that song okay never mind yeah sorry, sorry. <laughs> I guess or maybe it just felt like it was a lot of lyrics because it took me kind of a while to get them right but but mm-hmm. maybe, but maybe maybe not did you so you did spend like a lot of time on them and well um long a long time in terms of how much time i generally spend on lyrics in this band um Mm -hmm. so which is not i guess not really a long time but like most of the time like i'll have like um um sort of a vague idea of like a few things that i want to say or how i want to say them from just singing things over and over and like mumbling stuff you know um, the belly of the whale thing I thought of like a long time ago like when I came up with the part you know so mm-hmm. like you know seven six seven years ago so it's like really old and one of just one of those things that I just liked how it sounded like like when mm-hmm. I it was like probably the first thing that came out of my mouth when I was like trying to sing that melody out loud you know mm-hmm. so it's not like you know I really want to write a song about a being stuck it's trapped right. in the belly of a whale right you know uh, like I really people wanna, can just I read, really, read the bible if they want that stuff. yeah or like watch Pinocchio <laughs> you know yes um, <laughs> but um, no like I uh, I uh, most most of my lyrics actually end up coming together pretty last minute like I'll I, I'll have like I said like kind of a skeleton of how you know 
um, where I want things to be just from having the structure of the song and being used to singing like fake words like just mumbling stuff when we play out um, and stuff and I'll try and write down lines when I think of them um, but it'll mostly be like I have a bunch of lines some of them are I like and some of them I don't really like they're just kind of like placeholders or like what I could think of that would sort of fit into this sort of meter that I've established mm-hmm. and um, and some of it I come up with on the fly like, like fly like I'll literally like I'll have that stuff and I'm trying to fit it in and like this isn't working and I'll just come up with something completely different and it'll just occur to me in the moment you know so it's mm-hmm. I guess it really didn't take me a long time to do it it just felt like I was maybe because I really didn't want it I wanted it to mean a little bit more to me than just like I came up with it five minutes before we recorded, you know, so like I, I mean, there was a lot of extra mm-hmm. lyrics that I wrote, like extra sort of verses, you know, just in case something didn't work, I could sort of swap it out, that kind of thing. So I think we're both pretty aware of keeping things concise. Yeah, I our, mean, with our lyrics, I mean, we try, yeah. I mean, probably more so with me, just because like, you know, this is the first time I ever sang in a band mm-hmm. and a lot of the places I'm pulling inspiration from are like, you know, Guy from Fugazi and Davey from uh, Promise Ring. Like, I really like the Promise Ring because, like, sometimes the songs are literally just two lines that so just things over and over again, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, it serves the purpose of the song. Like, you know, those two lines are a lot more interesting than maybe him talking about a whole bunch of other shit that nobody really cares about. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of bands that, even bands that I like, where sometimes like that second verse like literally just feels like a vehicle to get back to another chorus and then you're just like saying like you should literally just said what you said before just like repeat a verse instead of trying to like mm-hmm. you know think you should come up with some more words because that's how songs are written and i think like andy's strength is that he he kind of like it's abstract enough to not have to like I don't know. He keeps it like concise and abstract, where you can like think about it, just like kind of sounding cool. You don't have to like really worry, like well, what is he actually talking about or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like what you said at the beginning of the discussion. It's just like those words sound good together. Well, I just, I really like, I am really self conscious about that stuff, mm-hmm. um, and and so I'm, you know, I'm conscious of it. Like, like I'm conscious of the possibility of it, like sounding lame or or repetitious or in a bad way you know like that sort of thing like and i just um you know so like when i'm trying to 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 write stuff like if it's not something that's sort of exciting sounding to me like i i it really turns my stomach like i don't even like like there occasionally like i'll write something down that fits in you know and and try it out for a while and just like it might sort of like spoil the song for me for a little while because it's like really just not right. Like I can't quite get it right, you know? And, and, and so that's why particularly with this record, like, like there were times where I like, I would have multiple, you know, a few pages of lyrics for the same, for one song. And none of the songs are very long. So it would be a lot of extra stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, when it, when stuff didn't work right, it just really, it made sense to me in retrospect when I would look at stuff that was crossed out. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, that didn't, I, in my stomach, I could feel that that wasn't right, you know? Yeah, so you're you're kind of operating from that almost like the gut level. Like, does it sound good? Does it make me cringe type thing yeah. first? And then is there anything else you're trying to do? Like, I feel like there's, like, with that song, 
with somebody's coming, there's like a little bit of, uh, um, there's like sort of like a character who's saying that's like you or somebody, you know, like, is there any sort of like story you're looking to work in consciously or are you just kind of like trying there's to... There's definitely a character like or a vibe like, you know, of this like, you know, there's there's definitely kind of a, 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 a you know, a, a, a vague, you know, kind of uh, story that's being painted there, you know um and everything uh not like again not to to sound like super pretentious about it but i mean it wasn't like when i was doing it like i wasn't like trying to have it be like a linear like story or anything like that i don't usually write songs like that um but over time working like when i was working on it like just like the I realized that there was there was definitely a vibe that i was sort of unconsciously going for that ended up sort of like working it's working out in a way that you could describe in like a like a like basically like kind of a story you know um um and we did another interview where i like sort of like worked that out you know um and it didn't none of that actually um yeah, got yeah printed. That, that's great um, yeah. um <laughs> but uh it was funny because i was going through it and i was just like yeah i guess it kind of does have like uh you know this sort of you know it's describing this like kind of person that uh you know um kind of uh i'm trying to remember what i actually put down because I, I i i usually have a really hard time sort it, was of something like, it was like a per, per, basically like a person who like you know uh sort of uh just drains you said everybody around you them, said you know? yes I, yeah. I can tell you specifically yeah. i have it right here actually oh really i'm like so prepared right now i feel oh, good cool. you said um this line describes a person this is to the want to suck your neighbor's blood which is like the repeating phrase of the right thing it's also used in king crusher right and perhaps something else maybe i don't know but anyways you said the line describes a person that drains the life from everyone around him without fail but without understanding that it hurts them until it's too late yeah. dot, dot, dot. i think the the reason <laughs> Like part of the reason that oh. I'm having sort of a hard time, like won't believe what happens next. Uh, yeah. Oh my God, Buzzfeed. Um, <laughs> Seventeen yeah. reasons why yeah. this song is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna stop. Yeah. No, that's fine. It's it is. Um, but I uh, no, I mean it's just like I I don't usually think about things like that. So it was like when um, that was the best way I could sort of really sum it up. You know, really. Um, but it's not something that that like if someone just asked asked me about it like on the street or you know like on you a podcast right now yeah like like it wouldn't be the first thing i thought of because i like you know right. when i still when i started to write the song that wasn't like the conceit of it like you know i was just like i already had that line you know and that sort of just took shape like after it was like kind of after like an afterthought kind of you know um or an after like realization you know if that's a thing you know that that sort of like really what it well, and I've, you know, I've known people like that. I've been a person like that, you know? So, like, it's, um, and that's not why the song exists, you know? Because I was right. trying to write a song about that. Um, but I think it exists as being sort of about that, you know? We're, we're just not really like those kind of, like, profound people who, like, talk about our shit like that all the time, you know? Like... It's I not f- really fun to talk about it like no, that. No, it's not. Like, I like, I, I think it's fun to to talk about it in a weird kind of half detached, like half deranged, like kind of way, you know, and that's how like a lot of my lyrics will like come out of just like, 
you know, well, you know, what's this? Like, I might be feeling something when I'm writing it, you know, but I like, you know, okay, like, you know, this is particular thing is really frustrating or, or something like that, or really, oh. you know, bothers you or something like that. And it's like, you want to like, if you're writing, the fun thing about writing stuff is like, you can write anything that you want. So like, you know, if, if you're, if it's, if something's like, like really like just that sort of like exists with you, like as being like really, really frustrating at times or whatever, then, you know, you can write the most extreme version of that thing and have it be really, you know, exciting and kind of like, uh, maybe even like kind of like, you know, funny in a really dark way, you know, that's like cool to like recall instead of being painful to recall or, or something like that. And now, and now that's the thing, you know, now you've separated, you yeah. know, maybe you learn something about it, you know, that makes you like kind of not give a fuck anymore, you know? Um, and, and, and that sort of thing, you know, well, coming from like an art school background, I, I feel like, you know, something that's like instilled upon you is that everything that you present as your art has to have some sort of explanation behind it or else you, it's just like dumb luck. Like you don't really, you're not really doing anything if there wasn't like a thought that goes into it. And I, I kind of feel like there's the stuff that we, we write about and like sing about is just like, I don't know. Sometimes you just have like weird thoughts that pop into your mind. You have like you know you're just thinking shit and you're like oh that kind of sounds kind of cool and you write yeah, it down and it sounds good in the song what else are you gonna do with those weird thoughts if right you don't write them like if you don't sing about them you know so like it it doesn't need to have this like concrete explanation for everything like it's, and there o- might it's be okay one, but have, yeah I mean, but like you know i i kind of feel it's music is more effective when you just kind of leave it up to the listener to interpret it like i don't need to know like i i'm not a person who listens to music because of the lyrics you know i like how i i respond like to like the sonics of music i like how things sound together i like how you know i think um this guy from the velvet underground that died recently lou reed yeah lou reed uh (laughs) he i remember when he died there was this quote that was floating around that he always thought that his music was best um listen to on headphones like that was like where it should exist like someone listening to it on headphones i kind of feel the same thing about our music sometimes i feel like that's how i enjoy music the most mm-hmm. so that's cool yeah. so you guys send me a ton of demos which is awesome because mm-hmm. i'm i'm not quite sure how i'm going to put it together yet but okay i'm going to use a bunch of stuff but the, the thing that i noticed the most and this can be like the last thing we do here but um i think i have the most versions of the downer cut so i might just do like a little mega mix here at the end so okay. i didn't know if you wanted to say anything about that song like as we go out um about that one i think um, we almost scrapped it at one point because i have i oh. mean i have i have like an acoustic version i have a, like um any version that's like multi-tracked with drums i did that in the space yeah like one day right here really early yeah and then i I have like the drums are really really choppy because they were put on it after the guitars and the vocals yeah and then i have a full full band like a room thing Mm -hmm. that i think brian sent me that's just like maybe like an iphone recording in a room or something oh it's actually the uh the blue condenser mic blue condenser mic usb yes and then the, the, dro- the droid plug for blue there. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Forty nine ninety nine at Guitar Center. Does that Guitar one? Center.com. Wait, I'm trying to remember. I'm pretty sure this, like the acoustic version of this one that you gave me, like the very first one that's like the rawest one. Yeah. Is like super, super slow. Yeah. That, Does then, it have the beginning guitar part in it? Yeah. Then it's 
then it's a pretty later version of it then oh, because okay. the initial ideas didn't those were two separate ones like i had this kind of like kind of like half sad kind of like kind of karate like like guitar part that i was working on that i liked to play like because it just has that kind of like cyclical kind of like vibe to it you know it's easy to play it sounds okay i think um and then the other part was just kind of poppy and weird or whatever and we did like we ended up trying it like really really slow with it because it fit with it and i was i remember being excited that it kind of fit with it yeah um and stuff and the the name is uh a reference to the the version of uh it's either superman one or superman two or whatever they have uh there's a version of it that was the theatrical version and then there's the richard donner cut the donner cut um and the tagline that they used for the movie which was you'll believe a man can fly so that's the whole explanation of that got it and then i'm being clever you know by saying the downer cut because wall whoops there you go you got it
Thank you for listening to Demo Mirror. Never trust a monkey's uncle.